0: And welcome along to this week's episode of Behind the Boxes. I'm Mark Duclos. I hope you had a winning week on The Punt. We've got a big show coming up. Now, we were due to have Jack Smith on, but unfortunately, due to uh, technology problems, probably the best way to put it, we won't be able to have him on this week's app. Hopefully, Jack will be able to join us next week. Of course, Jungle Juice earning the slot from Greyhound Racing New South Wales in the Phoenix. Coming up, we're going to preview the Dapto Megastar Heats, the Group 1 Megastar Heats on Thursday night. We'll also preview Newcastle Cup Heats, uh, the Richmond Straight Track Championship. We'll review the Casino Cup and one man who was at Casino with me last week, my old mate, Timmy the Battler Newball. Welcome, Battler. I tell you what, there's nothing like country hospitality, is there?
1: Yeah, g'day, Duke. Uh, sure is. Uh, it was fantastic to make the trip up to Casino. For the first time I'd been to the uh, Casino Track and, uh the management and committee do a fantastic job up there great country hospitality and what about those sausage rolls those homemade sausage rolls it's
0: you, you... took out my what's hot of the
1: week oh, did. I? <laughs> my what's hot of the week with helen ross's
0: homemade sausage rolls
1: what about you well, you had one and then you went back for another and i think at one at one stage i think you were after you had two i reckon you're hiding down behind one of the cars hoeing into another one, just hiding. You didn't want to see people having three, you're having three of the sausage rolls, but um, yeah, it was a great day. It was quite wet up. Uh, well, it's wet everywhere We're in New South Wales at the moment, but quite wet around the New, uh, Northern New South Wales uh, area in, for a couple of days anyway. So it was great that the meeting went ahead, but um, yeah, it was fantastic to, to get the casino, Duke. And uh, yeah, we'll get more into the race a little later on.
0: We'll get more into the sausage rolls a little bit later <laughs> on as well. Hey, listen, uh, Floods all throughout the state. Uh, Gunnedah badly affected, uh, right out west, north, south. I mean, we've had a stack of rain up here in the north, but um, particularly at Gunnedah, I saw an image the other day of the track virtually um, enveloped in, in in water around it uh, and uh, probably a little bit of damage to uh, the 527 start there at Gunnedah.
1: Yeah, it's, it's shocking, Duke. How much more can... Uh, we take, you know, we've gone through floods and then fires, COVID, now floods again. You know, the, 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 the poor folk in, you know, uh, central west of New South Wales with the mice plague as well. So, yeah, watching some of that vision, it's, 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 it's heartbreaking. It really is heartbreaking. But Australians are resilient. Uh, and country people are, 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 are resilient and, and probably stronger than all of us and no doubt they'll get through. But yeah, it's just, it's awful watching some of that vision and, and seeing, uh, you know, some of the, the properties and the farms and the crops all destroyed. Uh, so, you know, our thoughts and we're thinking everyone who's, who's battling the floods at the moment. And uh, yeah, hopefully we can, we can get a, a break in the weather and all these waters uh, do subside.
0: Yeah, as I said, we're recording the show on Wednesday morning. It is the first day of summer. Not that you would know uh, with the way the weather is playing out at the moment. And Battler, of course, that means on Thursday evening at Dapto, we've got four heats of the group one megastar. Let's go by, let's go through them heat by heat, I should say. In the first of the heats, race five, zipping Kyrgios will start favorite from box two. Trial there in 29-3 last week. Uh, Frankie Hurst. Obviously believes in the old adage, if they're good enough, they're old enough, and ties that bind takes on Group 1 Chasers in the first heat. Yeah, not
1: afraid to throw her into the deep end, Duke, but I think that just shows what an opinion Frank has got on uh, ties the bind. She's unbeaten in four runs. She won the Future Stars in brilliant fashion. That'll f- turn out to be an unbelievable form race, in my opinion. And then consecutive wins at uh, Wentworth Park in 30 and 22 and 30 and 19 Not on tracks which were conducive to quick times either. But yeah, she's up against it. Zipping Kiros drawn on her immediate outside. We've got Lockmaster who's a flying machine when he does get the start right. And there's mail around that case models going really well in preparation for the series. So very, very competitive. Hey, you can't even uh, rule out Airby Infrared. Duke, a 44 time winner, made multiple fire, you know, big race finals. Uh, he could even pop up at you know, double-figure odds. It is a very competitive um, opening heat. Uh, no doubt Zibin Kiros will start a, a, a very skinny favourite. He's been a little bit probably disappointing. In his past couple of runs, I think due just due to what we expect from him. But look, he's he's, he's only had the one run at uh, Adapto under race conditions, beaten in twenty nine fifty eight. News as you just mentioned, he did trial in quick time last week, so I'm sure he'll be right on song for the boot uh, the big group one on Thursday night.
0: Yeah, with four heats, first and second obviously go through to the seventy five thousand dollar. To the winner final, which will be held on Thursday week, December the 9th. Battler, uh, race seven, robbed of a little bit of its gloss here with the early scratching of good odds cash. But I tell you, Greyhound that I thought's going terrific, and that is Special Blend for Ashley Dwyer. Uh, draws out in box seven, 2977 at, uh, at Dapto. Uh, just been, you know, he's been racing these elite Greyhounds in the last few weeks now.
1: Yeah, he is flying, absolutely flying, Special Glenn. Uh, As you mentioned, he's run quick time at the track, so he's got experience there. He hasn't got a brilliant beginner in tachycardic drawn on his outside, although he has been getting away well in recent weeks. But if he does begin cleanly, I think he'll be charging over looking for the lead. Yeah, the last of the
0: heats, uh, again, fairly open in the sense that you can probably narrow it down to two or maybe three that are are the leading hopes. Uh, Sound of silence comes off a... Uh, another winning run at Wenting on uh, Saturday night, bounced back into form. Ritz has been going well there, and of course, fire legend. Um, I caught up with Mark, Mark Maroney at Casino last
1: week. He told me the dogs won on twenty different tracks, <laughs> we we had the same conversation. He was telling me that too. I was shocked. I said, "Oh, I know he's one on a stack of tracks, but twenty different tracks. He's he's an old marvel." And you know what? He's not actually that old. You know, he's not. He's not. What? He's about three and a half. And I know he'll be. Uh, once the Million Dollar Chase series comes around next year, I think he turns four in April. So he'll actually be ready to uh, probably if they don't go the million dollar chase, he could easily aim up for the, the uh, master's Meteor, uh, the first one. And then again, for the second one, because uh, he's just a, he's just a fantastic campaigner. And he's another, another Duke that I thought in the uh, the futures markets, you could throw something on him. He was $26 as well with a uh, sports bet to, to win the, uh, win the series. And I thought, he was a good chance of qualifying because he might get across from that first turn, uh, from that wide draw, although he's better drawn nearer to the inside. I think he might be able to get across and could easily qualify if he if he can't beat the favourite. He only needs to run uh, second. He'll get through to the final. So uh, I think he might be another play if anyone's looking for, you know, a little wage, a little bit of fun in the futures.
0: Yeah, look, I think for Sound of Silence, the hang up for him is Redshift 7, drawn directly underneath. Well, when I say drawn directly underneath him, there's a vacant box in five. But we know that Redshift 7 wants to get wide. Um, so Sound of Silence needs to miss him. But as I said, he bounced back a 29.75 win at 2975 when it's uh at Wendy on Saturday night. He's uh, three previous wins there, all around the 29.6. So and and I said this a few weeks ago, uh, Frank's done a terrific job with him. It wasn't that long ago, back. He was winning over the seven twenty nine
1: adapter. Yeah. Oh, he's got to be the uh, most versatile greyhound in New South Wales, and it it, it says, it speaks volumes for uh, tra- Frank as a trainer because having winning over the half mile and coming back and, and sprinting as well as what he is, uh, he's a ripper, absolute ripper. He's won one twenty one at fifty one, and uh, as you said, he's he's flying twenty nine seventy five last start. He's deserved favorite in this race, uh, and yeah, I, look, I don't think it's too bad of a draw uh, I think that uh, you know, Donna she's she's very touchy at box rise bacon box underneath red Sheet seven in the four alley who sort of will run a sort of straight line but uh yeah again I think he he, he should be the favorite um, but yeah I'm not sure whether I'd want to take the the, the dollar 90 at the moment yeah
0: well it looks like a favorite scenario as far as the heats are concerned but as we know in the wonderful world of punting it doesn't always turn out that way uh, race five kicks off at 834 p.m. On Thursday night, Thursday, Week Battler, you and I will be trackside adapto with our live broadcast, which we streamed through thedogs.com.au. Looking forward to getting back to the south coast of New South Wales. Let's head up north. Last Thursday afternoon, it was the Casino Cup final, a group three race worth $25,000 to the winner. And Cookie, as a caretaker trainer for Anthony Azapati, who was on course at Casino on Thursday afternoon to see Aston Titan get the cash. Lewis Rumble got into silly odds, but I think at one stage he touched $1, $1.60 or $1.70. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And meanwhile, Aston Titan out the gate to around $8 before firming late. Yeah. A really competitive race, mate. You know, as we see in the replay, down the back straight, there's the four dogs up front, really jostling and bustling. But mm. he put his head down where it counted, and Cookie gets the Lismore Cup, Casino Cup double in the same year.
1: Yeah, he really did knuckle down in the latter stages and grabbed a uh, proficiency in the in the final metres, uh, deserved victory. Lewis Rumble, the favourite, he was moderately away and he just got caught wide at that first turn and then he was beginning to make that run down the back straight, but you know, he had too much work to do. As you said, uh, I think it was about 10, 12 minutes before the race. I looked at the market and he was $1.60. And I was tipping Lewis Rumble. I thought he was, you know, I, I was pretty keen on him, but I, he, it he was a genuine even money chance, 220 chance, in my opinion. And at that point, Aston Titan got out to ridiculous odds at 8 eight fifty. But then the money came late and he he, he was crunched at the end, started $4.40. Uh, great to see Anthony on track. He made the trip up to uh, Casino for a few days. And yeah, good to see him uh, make it up and, uh, and cooking. Terrific trainer, cooking, as you mentioned, the Lismore Casino Cup double. He's the man at the moment in the Northern Rivers.
0: Not to mention, not to forget to mention Tammy, of course, because oh, as, as I know, yeah. Tammy does all the work. And so Tammy was telling me Anthony has a request every time he comes with her for her homemade rissoles, right? Which oh. and she spoils him like a baby, like <laughs> seriously. Um, and and again, I mentioned Tammy is the sister of um, Peter Simpson, uh, our transporter that that transports so many dogs. Um, she's also the auntie of Steve Keith, your great mate. Tutu,
1: don't start. Don't you start. So <laughs> Tammy
0: has said, and Tammy's mum, she was an absolute legend up here. So, look, it's no surprise that Cookie's able to train a winner when he's got someone like Tammy doing all the work for him. So Can,
1: can we get some of those wrist holes? Or, or, uh, uh, mate, if you
0: lived up in this region, you could, because I'm going up there for dinner next week. So,
1: oh, yeah. can sort of curry something down, put them on, you know,
0: ski or something, I don't, I don't know. Think so, hey, listen, talking about battlers, um, Great result at Wentworth Park on Saturday night. It was their uh, finale to their Phoenix series. Um, And Billy Creek for Ian Gilders. Not only does Ian win his way through to the final at the Meadows, um, but Billy Creek gave him his first Wentworth Park winner at massive odds Battler, you and I—we've done our proverbial <laughs> on this dog
1: in fifth grade
0: races, mind uh, you. Right? Yeah. Fifth grade races. Yeah. Here he is, steps up uh, from box number four, runs twenty-nine eighty-two. Uh, a great, again, a great, a great fairy tale story. Yeah. And you know that we made inquiries about trying to buy the dog, mm. um, you know, weeks back. And anyway, other people had usurped us with higher offers, and apparently, Ian got offered fifty thousand cash. Mm-hmm. And he went home and told his wife um, and she said, that's great. Enjoy the money and enjoy living somewhere else.
1: (laughs) That's outstanding. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It is a good story. Like they, uh, they, uh, raced the mum midnight Jane and then bred this litter and they've got Billy Creek, as you said, uh, we have uh, backed oh. him a number of times, and you knew he he, he had a good race in him. Um, he's 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 got a massive engine. He just got that. He began moderately. Generally, that's what he generally does. But he got that inside run at the first turn, and then the leaders had to look out because he's really strong at the end. I'd say he'll probably get 600 at the, uh, you know, uh, when, when. That's, that's
0: what we were looking at buying him for. There's a couple of good 600 metre races at Queensland. And Mm. because of his lack of early speed, but he's, Mm. you know, we know he's so strong at the back end. um, The client, you know, who was, who was after the dog, I I said to him, I said, look, I don't think he's smart enough to win uh, a group race against the sprinters. Mm. I, I think his early lack of early pace goes against him, but, I reckon he's he's a six hundred
1: meter dog all day. Mm, yeah, I agree. I am still thinking back to Vic oh, Peter's don't. night, Vic Peter's night. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well not only Vic Peter's I took $4, night. $4.60, what $4.80, whatever it was. My, yeah. actually, it might have been five dollars, I took. And uh yeah, he's as good a thing beaten on a racetrack I'd seen for a while. And uh yeah, and he's been ultra consistent. Since and then he got the money when it counted. So he'll go down to the meadows for the Phoenix, and uh, I'm sure they'll have the ride of a lifetime uh, yeah. with uh, Billy Creek lining up in that race. So yeah, yeah. it's a, a great story, a, a fairy tale story, and that's what you know. That's what we love about this game. It can happen.
0: The battler from Beryl. <laughs> yeah, the battler from Beryl. <laughs> it's, an easy, it's an easy tag, isn't it? All right, that is uh, the Phoenix. Let's talk about, <clears throat> pardon me, Newcastle Cup. We've got heats of this event at the Gardens on Friday afternoon. Only two heats over the 7.15 metres in the first heat. Looks a dead set match race between Zipping Niseko, God bless her little soul after when on Saturday night, and uh, Ice Cream Story, uh, who's drawn box eight. Niseko draws box two. You see it the same way.
1: Yeah, I do. I do. uh, Look, Zipping Virginia, she'll run a uh, cheeky race. She's flying at the moment, but Zipping Niseko, she's the class runner. Uh, She's racing in great form. She was desperately unlucky two runs ago in the Dapto Middle Distance Championship when she was looming large down the back straight and she got cut out. Then she went back to Wentworth Park 42.02 last Saturday night. She's perfectly drawn in the two alley. Uh, look, she's even money, and I really think that's probably a fair price at the moment. Ice cream story. Uh, look, forty-two uh, sixteen winner at the Gardens uh, last week, so she's now had a look around there over the over the seven hundred. Uh, yeah, logical danger, but if there is a knockout, Duke zipping Virginia. You know, uh, I thought she could if you know if the runs came and she got you know a bit of fresh air in those early and mid stages, she could certainly be in the finish. But yeah, uh, zipping Niseko, she's clearly the one to beat for me. Yeah, I had a massive
0: rapper, and as I said a couple of weeks back, I reckon she is about to really hit her straps. Uh, the second heat, Battler, uh, line of quality comes off a midfield finish in the group one, Bold Trees at Sandown Park last Friday night. He draws box number three, double bluff comes up with the inside draw. Cool Burbski, Zipping Ontario uh, and a really open race. Um, How do you see this panning out? Line of quality probably starts favorite.
1: Yeah, he's $2.20 in early markets. Uh, Yeah, he he was good two runs ago in the heat of the bold trees and then never really got into the action in the big final last week. Uh, Look, I think he's the one to beat. He'll drop out early, big, big motor. Uh, If the runs along the rails present mid race, he'll be in the finish. I thought double bluff at $8 could run a cheeky race. Just looking for a little bit of value. I thought she was pretty good finishing runner up behind ice cream story at the gardens uh, last week. Uh, she's drawn box number one. I think she should be able to punch up. She has got a wider runner in box two. So she'll get a bit of room to move in those early stages. So I thought she was probably the value on the race. cpo Ontario, the, uh, the, uh, well, actual equal favorite now with line of quality. um, Runner-up in a past couple of runs uh, at Weddy, or his past couple of runs at Weddy, and uh, he's a genuine winning chance too. Duke, and I guess if you were looking for one at double figures, your old or well, your old mate or little, she's a girl, but um, a bitch, Kool Burbski, uh for Jason McKay. She's probably not out of a race like this if you know she got a little bit of luck in the early stages as well.
0: Yeah, she uh, she bounced back into well, she ran a placing behind Sipping Niseko. The other night, so they are the Newcastle Cup heats. Uh, let's go forward to Saturday. Saturday at twelve oh five pm, we'll see the final of the New South Wales Straight Track Championship at Richmond. It's Straight Track Racing's, you know, had a a, a, burr, a boom, a surge, whatever you want to call it. You look at Murray Bridge, you look at Capalaba, look at Hillsville, look at Richmond. When I was growing up and, and you know training back in the late seventies, uh, we used to have fifteen race meetings at Appin. And you probably have 10 or 15 at Y on the same day. Um, yeah. So it's great to see. But the straight track championship final concludes for the New South Wales qualifiers this Saturday. Uh, the fastest heat winner was Venom Cartel. And Venom Cartel, I meant to ask you this before when we were talking about the megastar. Uh, he's a little brother to Ad Astro, who draws box five in the final. Venom Cartel draws box seven. Uh, but where's Wow? Um, I thought... I thought we would have seen him in the Megastar. He's obviously
1: something amiss. Yeah, I was shocked when, he, when I picked up the fields and I went through and he wasn't there. So, yeah, there might be a little issue with Wow at the moment because it wouldn't be the Dapdo track. He has been to and he's, he's raced around there. So, uh, yeah, we might have to follow that up in the next few days and just find out with uh off Deniel where he is at the moment and what the plans are but yeah I, like you I was shocked uh I would have thought he would have been in the depth omega star heats for sure so we better follow up on that but uh yeah this is a this is another good how, how good did the track look oh, it uh, after oh geez I don't know how much rain we had in a 24-hour period um last Friday through to Saturday. Um, so both. Friday night at Richmond and the Saturday uh, on the grass track up the straight, they did very, very well to get through both meetings. But um, Cool Chevy Magic ran seventeen ninety two, which is the track record holder. Duke of, at seventeen thirty two. Uh, Relish coming back to the three hundred and twenty four up the straight at Richmond after contesting a semi final of the Phoenix at the at Wentworth Park. So look, he's he's got a great chance. Olson Street was really impressive as well, seventeen seventy two. Uh, but yeah, Venom Cartel always had a, a, a big engine, uh, has got, uh, you know, we know how well, well it's bred, but, um, yeah, it's actually, it's a really good race and I'm not really sure which way to lean at the moment, uh, in, in the, uh, the Richmond straight track, but whatever does get through will represent New South Wales, uh, up in Queensland and no doubt uh, fly the flag big time.
0: Yeah, I'm very strongly in the camp of that Astra at box six in, in the heat behind, um, Cool Chevy Magic beating the length, zero luck, absolutely zero luck. Mm. We know how quick a dog is around the two turn or the one turn at um, at Goulburn and that, and he draws box five. He draws the squeeze, but if he gets an ounce of luck, he will be tough to beat. But as I said, it's it's just great to see the resurgence mm. of uh, straight track racing. I know people of of my age, um, you know, would remember those days that happened, and mm. you know the thing was if you wanted to set a dog up for App you used mm-hmm. to try used to trial at Paul's uh, Paul Coochie's trial track at yeah. Kellyville because it was nearly identical um, 366 from the from the bottom of Paul's straight track big Hill yeah. pretty much the same sort of track and again if you trailed over the shorts at Paul and you knew if you ran X amount of time you could go and race in the 274 meters at happened
1: so yeah, over the days? Great. I, 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 love, I love straight track racing. I, I yeah. cut my teeth actually kicking at off. At Wyong. yeah. I think 1997, I think it was. The late, great John Barley rang me, and that's where I kicked off. And I was at Wyong for about eight or nine years before uh, the track closed. There's a greyhound racing venue. But, yeah, I love straight track racing there every Saturday afternoon. It was always very popular with putters. A few bookmakers, and everyone had bet on the oh, horses thanks. of a Saturday. And, uh, yeah, it was a great day out. Fond it was huge. Yeah. Ronnie
0: Rogers used to be, he used yeah. to swing a bag there. Uh, Alan Anderson, I think, was the caller before we, you. Yes, yep.
1: yeah. Alan, Al was uh, there for years and years. Uh, it's it's
0: uh, funny because the outside of the straight track for the dogs was basically just temporary fencing. Yeah. Um, that was. used to race <laughs> yeah. for, for people who have never seen while. Yeah. I'll get a replay of star title winning a straight track championship and we'll throw it up in a couple of weeks' the time. Coat on foxes, burning grass. And up in the centre, Star Title's coming into it and down on the inside, Travelling ghosts is coming home well and wider out on the track. There was black, black Interlude, Star Title and Photon Fox, Star Title and Data, Star Title and nose to Photon Fox. I've
1: got a heap of videos downstairs yeah. like, of the old days. But they the just home.
0: used to put the temporary fencing up, <laughs> yeah. drag lure, two distances, yeah. 366 to 300. Um, yeah. it, it was great, you know, and... Yeah, said, it's day, good yeah. to see, and, and it's a, such a spectacle, mate, to see them yeah. in a straight line and just you know going terrific. So, and,
1: and Duke, if you if you actually sit down and you do your videos, you can find winners because yeah. you're getting a great view of which direction the greyhounds are going at because they're coming straight at you with the camera angle and everything like that so if you sit down and it takes a fair bit of time to do all the videos and get the traits of every dog but you can find winners um yeah and it is it is popular with uh with uh putters duke straight track
0: i got a mate who's a pro punter mate uh gave away betting on the circle um just took out all those variants as he said and he simply bets on straight track racing, which dog comes goes left, right, yep. blah blah blah, mm. uh, and yeah, Jimmy does quite well out it. Hey, battler! Time now for what's hot, what's not. Proudly brought to you by our great sponsor, Ivory Coat. If you're looking for great food and kibble for your companion animal or your greyhound, check out the great range from Ivory Coat. What's hot for you this week, mate?
1: Well, I've got to be with she's a pearl, uh, who is absolutely. Airborne going like a lead jet. She made it five on the trot at Whitworth Park on Saturday night. She lid ping, she ran 533 early section. They don't really go much. The record is 522 estranged. I don't think that record could ever get broken, no. judging by the way she's a pearl went on Saturday night. Yeah, on Luke 5. has a party
0: 15. train estranged.
1: Yes, Luke has, yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah. yep, yeah. yep. Luke has a party. So uh, and I think magic spring might have gone a little quicker yeah. than she's a pearl the other one who's who's gone 520 or 528 or thereabouts but um yeah 1774 down the back uh, overall 2964 she's run 2964 68 97 92 and 30 and 17 in her last Five runs. Peter Sims, he's he's an astute trainer, terrific trainer. Uh, and he's got her firing all I thought she might actually uh might have had a crack at the uh megastar, but she's in back in at Whipworth Park on Saturday night because I've got to say the way she's going, she'd be a heck of a chance in that race. Uh just you know, with a box manners and early speed, she'd run 295 around that you'd imagine. But not uh, they're going back to Winnie Park, and I'm sure she'll probably be a skinny favorite on Saturday night.
0: And she kicked off a winning run, but it was Vic Peters' classic night. Remember, mm. she was in the last race. Yeah. Simsy had three of them in, um, yep. and she had box five, I think. And again, and, yeah. And yeah, and since then, and, and it's just that progression. Maybe she's tried adapt; didn't go well, and that's why Simsy mm. left her out. Um, but yeah, you are hundred percent correct. She is absolutely on fire. Hey, listen, as far as what type for me is concerned, you mentioned you mentioned <laughs> yeah. the beautiful sausage rolls at Casino Helen Ross Home makes them. I. I cannot stress enough, if anyone is looking for a main meal, it is a main meal in one. They're $5. You get them at the canteen. They are, without a doubt, the best homemade sausage rolls you will ever taste. <laughs> Anthony has a party backed up after me because he saw me devour one in about yeah. eight seconds, right? So he's trying, in, but they are Absolutely beautiful. Well done to Helen and her homemade sausage rolls at Casino.
1: You had three A, main meals. You three main meals on Friday afternoon. I, after after <laughs> I, I, I never ate until Saturday.
0: I do. I never had another feed till Saturday. I tell you what's off <laughs> for me, Butler. Um, great. I'm, I know we both work for it, but greyhound in New South Wales just with everything that's happening, the prize money increase today. You look at where we were five years ago. Um, you look at where the industry is. And and what I'm getting at is social media has its great points and its bad points, but it gives everyone a voice, right? And you, you are able to hear what some people are saying that you normally wouldn't have. The lack of flack about Greyhound Racing New South Wales on social media at the moment is amazing. Um, quite often in the past, and I mean, look, there are still things that, you know, will be sorted out and there are issues mm. that need to be, you know, addressed in that. But if you look at where we were and where we are, and if you go on socials, if you go on Facebook, and I'm sure I don't see all the, you know, the bad stuff. I'm sure people still pot them. Um, but generally it's this sense of overwhelming support now for the statutory body. And, again, coming from where I did, you know, when I was coming through the media, always, always being on the side of the participant, taking on the statutory body, mm. Um It's so good to see what is happening today as far as, you know, the euphoria from from owners and trainers are concerned.
1: Yeah, well, that's good to see, Duke. As you know, I'm not on Facebook. But, yeah, I think there's just so much to be positive about being in New South Wales at the moment with prize money increases, as you said, we've had a, another prize money increase today for fifth grade and higher over the 440 plus on the provincials. So, two grand, mate. Yeah, yeah it's two grand to the winner, exactly. So uh, it's good to see that extra money and try. hopefully we might see a few more 500 metre races come back into the racing program as well because you've got that extra prize money. But um, yeah, that is good to see, Duke, um, because yeah, there is uh, a lot of positive things happening here in New South Wales at the moment. In coming months, there'll be more uh more announcements as far as prize money is concerned we've got uh the new middle distance race which will be run in march we've got two million dollar chases next year we've got the golden easter egg and we've got another big announcement regarding another race coming up you know in the next uh you know early or, or mid next year so uh plenty happening but it's good to see that those bread and butter races get prize money increases too and uh yeah good to see that you know uh the rank and file out there are pretty happy how, you know, uh, Graham Racing New South Wales is, uh, is uh, tracking at the moment.
0: Yeah, look, I'd love to see fourth place prize money paid.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: we bet on the first four, we get product fees out of the first four. Other states are paying uh, fourth place prize money. I'd love to see that introduced. That's one of the things that I get feedback from when I go to the tracks and I speak to people. The other one is the cost of trials, if we could look at possibly subsidising the, the cost of trials at, at um, tracks and that. But obviously tracks have got inherent costs there with you know yeah. track staff and all that sort of stuff. But, but again, when you talk to people, and, and Tony Mestrov said to me at the, after the greyhound of the year function, he said, mate, I've never seen you so buoyant. I said, Tony, I've never seen greyhound racing in New South Wales so good. Yeah.
1: Well, and a a lot of the trainers I've been talking to lately have been, and I think Andy Lord said, you know, he's never gone as well as far as earning prize money and and, and whatnot. And that's what a few trainers have said. If, you know, uh, it's a great living at the moment, if you can do it right and you have success. Uh, you can make a really good living, which is great to see. Uh, yeah. And that's what it's all about. We want people to be able to, uh, you know, make a living. If you're even, if you're a hobby, we'll just, you know, get an earner if you're just a hobby trainer, but we want, like to see those professional trainers make a real good living out of the industry. And and, and then it all flows back to the owners and we can get new owners. And you know, a lot of people you talk to in this day and age, shoot, they are looking to get into the industry, how they can yeah. get in as, you know, even, uh, even if they get in and they own two or 3% of a dog, they just want to get involved and that, that's just, it's fantastic, I mean, you know, moving forward. I think over the next few years, it's it's really exciting times here in New South Wales. Yeah.
0: And it, look, it's not all the better roses. There are still mm. a couple of problems, but compared to where we were, and, mm. and as you mentioned about like coming up, you know, we've got some big announcements. We've got some strategies coming up as, as far as syndication and new ownership are mm. concerned. Uh, you know, our welfare is, is integral to what we do moving forward. We've got, you know, properties that are being redeveloped now as far as, so as I said, I... I can't. I, I remember the Halcyon days. I remember the late 70s and the early 80s. New South Wales was that far in front of every other state, it wasn't funny. Then we dropped off the cliff um, due to a number of things, but it's great to see us back. You know, we're both proud and staunch New South Wales, uh, New South Walesman. All right, Badler, winners. We need winners. We need winners.
1: Young dog by the name of Two Moves Ahead uh, for Al Proctor, uh, Michelle and Mick Jones own. Uh, can't Great they breed out. a dog? Seriously, oh, can't they? What? Can't Up they in what? Nabiak, God's country, yeah, and yeah beautiful, part of, beautiful yeah. part of the world. Beautiful part of the world. Mapunga Blaze out of Ritz Chiki. Chicky and Ritz Chicky. She she won she won at Whipple Park. She won at Albion Park. So beautifully bred, but uh, has only had the five runs, four wins at Maitland on Monday, twenty four eighty four. Thank you very much. We began brilliantly straight to the top. Didn't give anything else a look in. Second um, time it had broken 25, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah, it'd run 24.85 three runs yeah. ago. So, Um, Al has got a very, very exciting prospect on his hands with uh, two moves ahead. And another one who came through, you know, the Future Stars series. So I think that series is just gonna throw out a stack of great greyhounds going forward, who I think will get the free for all company. But this guy, uh, you know, I'm sure Al will just sort of race him through the grades and eventually get into town. But uh, yeah, two moves ahead. I think he's a greyhound who we're going to see win plenty more races. All right, I'm sticking in the
0: Hunter Valley with a greyhound by the name of Cherokee Outlaw, prepared by Charmaine and Bradfield, who I think do an absolutely terrific job with a a small team of dogs, but they always, always seem to have a good dog in their kennel. Uh, Cherokee Outlaw came to Wentworth Park for just his second start last Saturday night, battler. uh, Ultra impressive. You know the dog as well as I do because I was first in with, the dog to follow. <laughs> you sent me a text that you've knocked my dog off. That was the one I wanted. Yeah. But, but I just <laughs> thought his win last Saturday night for a greyhound who's a 24-8, you 24-9 know, dog at, at Maitland, all bar one of his previous um, 22 starts had been at Maitland, came to Wenny, handled himself well off off box six, and comes up with box one this Saturday night in race number one. Thank you very much. I'll be chiming in again.
1: Yeah, his win was terrific. And what I loved about the win, that was a, a gritty determined win because he's a, he's, a, he's a speed greyhound. He had a bit of bumping through that first turn and then he had to work hard mid-race. But he still ran good overall time. I think he's got a hell of a lot of upside. I've got to say, I, I agree. Brad and Charmaine, I know, uh, you know, I followed their kennels closely for a number of years. You were right. They are fantastic trainers, yeah. very astute. They haven't got a lot of dogs in work. But I'll tell you what, you can do a hell of a lot worse than follow their greyhounds wherever they've got them racing. Um, Their kennel mate to Cherokee Outlaw, Suwali, it was good on Saturday night as well. I think it's crying out. For a middle to wide box yep. at Wentworth Park. I haven't actually gone through the full fields uh this Saturday night, but Suwali, I think, he is a future city winner as well. And particularly, you know, I think look for him when he's drawn wider out here. He was really good on Saturday night as well.
0: Yeah, he's another dog that's run hot time at Maitland on the mm. big one-turn track. So, and again, just the way they place their dogs and you know, start 23. only had one previous start up when he back to Maitland, build the confidence, bring him back to Wenty. So great job to uh, Shaman and Brad Field with Cherokee Outlaw, who, as I said, draws box one at winning on Saturday night. But that just about wraps it up. Big show. Unfortunately, as I said, uh, Jack Smith, uh, due to uh, technology problems, I'm blaming our head of media, Brad Adam, right, because he had 37 attempts to get Jack had driven into town to get better reception, still didn't work. So hopefully we'll uh, we'll have jack on next week, <laughs> but
1: you Talking know where Jack'll be. Jungle Juice. You know, you know where Jack'll be now. He drove to town. He's probably at the pub having a pub lunch. Well, he's probably moms.
0: sorting the pub out because yeah. they're going to shout the pub on Happy Hour. I don't know yeah. how many pubs are in form, <laughs> but given the support they had, because the the, yeah. the vote came down to basically yeah. a last
1: minute. Yeah, you know? we haven't really gone much into this. Um, absolute kudos to the Jungle Juice team and the at Ned team. Uh, I see a bit of action on on Twitter, um, and that's the sort of main social media that I'm on. They did a marvellous job promoting the industry, promoting this race, promoting their greyhounds, uh, both camps, uh, I, reading the the article that went out. Bed at Ned was a mighty leader, I think, on Wednesday or Thursday, and then the last... Friday. <laughs> Friday, yeah, and then the last 24, 36 hours or whatever it was, Jungle Juice uh, got an amazing number of votes, and Uh, Reading the article, I think Marie Jack's wife was going around drumming yeah. up support in the local town. So I know they, had, apparently they had a lot of local media support as well to, uh, to drum up, uh, you know, more votes. So absolute kudos to both of those teams. I know uh, Cameron Hallinan and Zipping Kiris, they did their promotion as well. They, they, but I think, I think he was. These ones red. had
0: the real cut through, Bart, mate. Yeah, but. Yeah, that's ben right. Ed 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 and Jungle Juice. Jungle Juice. Ex- they, and, they got real <laughs> cut through. They got. They got yep. other people on board with shared yep. and all that sort of stuff, and, yeah. and again, when you go back to it and you think of, you know, it, it, again, if you had to this a couple of years ago, we're we gonna we're gonna do a vote in the Daily Telegraph, mm. and whichever dog wins, it's gonna go and race for seven hundred and fifty thousand. Again, yeah. Callum Park job mate, lock up, throw yeah. away the key. Yeah, exactly. but again, it's you know, with the way that it was done, again, how many more people now are aware yeah. of greyhound racing in the sense that. Oh, there's a $750,000 to the winner race? Yeah. I mean, it's not our million-dollar chase, but it's the best they got in Mexico. You know? Yeah,
1: exactly. And, and um, you know, uh, one of the voters um, who I think was a, a, a cousin. cousin or second cousin to, to uh, of Jack's is uh, going to go into the, you know, if, if he does yeah, yeah, yeah. 50,000 jumping in so yeah, uh, yeah it, it, it's been I, uh, yeah we were for Greyhound racing New South Wales so no doubt we're going to pump up this uh, promotion but I think if you talk to most of the people I've spoken to in Greyhound racing they were they, they thought it was a great idea um, yeah. and we have reached a wider audience and that's what it was all about in in our mind and the way we came up with this uh this promotion to get our our uh, representatives. So uh, yeah, as I said, well done to Jungle Juice, Bandit Dead team, excellent work. And uh yeah, I'm sure all of the other greyhounds, you know, um they're probably well if you're now going toward the Megastar and whatnot. And uh yeah, so it's yeah, all in all, a really good promotion, Duke.
0: All right. We're going to record early next week as well. I think we're going to record on Tuesday. Um, we'll be live trackside at Depto on Thursday week uh, for the mega Star final. So I'm really looking forward to that battle. And then we're, we're not too many sleeps away from the big fella coming down the chimney. Uh, oh, and yeah. we're going to take a break uh, over that new Year period. But again, so much to look forward to Christmas gift coming up at Wente. Uh Great times, mate. Thank you so much. Um, again, we've, seem to get through an eternity and an amount an enormous amount of stuff.
1: Yeah, we're we're workhorses, do you go? Yeah,
0: apart from our head of media Brad Adam, who yeah, is still yeah. trying to work yeah. out how to get Jack Smith from Forbes into this broadcast.
1: Yeah. Maybe by next week I'll we'll have it sorted. It's hard to get good help, isn't it?
0: Well, particularly on your like, half a million a year or something, you'd think they'd be able to sort it.
1: Yeah, half a million. Jeez.
0: I think he, half a million pesos he told me, something like that. <laughs> hey, buddy, have a great weekend, and uh, I'll catch you next week. Been a lot of fun yet again, Duke. Ta-ra. right, and I hope you have a great weekend as well. Plenty of racing action right around New South Wales to look forward to. I'm Mark Duclos. Until next week, I'm behind the boxes. Good luck, good punting, and bye for now.